This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, October 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Waterboard stretched thin. Latest bills signed. NEPA reforms rolling back. Insurance coming for local farms. Waterboard stumbles with on-farm drinking water. As a part of the Irrigated Lands Regulatory Program, the Regional Water Board for the Central Valley has been testing on-farm drinking water. Yet 10,000 or more small farmers have not enrolled in that program, and board staff are stretched too thin to reach out to each grower. That according to the board's executive director, Patrick Pulpa. In updating the state water board of the program Tuesday, Pulpa called this a tough enforcement nut to crack since many of those farmers speak little English or are not aware of the program. About half of those farms are less than 10 acres and nearly 30% less than an acre. Pulpa stressed that any farm over 100 acres is already enrolled and many growers have told them they don't drink the well water anyway. Out of nearly 8,000 wells tested so far, more than 30% exceeded safe drinking levels. The regional board has also been rolling out the CB Salts program to test for salinity in nearby residential drinking water wells. Newsom signs bills on rice field habitat, workplace outbreaks, and lab testing. The latest round of bills to make it off Governor Newsom's desk have covered a range of topics. One of those measures offers landowners incentives for growing cover crops, cereal grains, grasses, or pollinator plants to provide waterfowl nesting habitat. The bill gained broad agriculture support. Another measure adds to a bill last year requiring employers to immediately notify employees and county public health departments of COVID-19 outbreaks. The new bill initially would have made that information public, but subsequent amendments dropped that provision to the anger of labor proponents. Business groups dropped their opposition. Newsom also signed a bill standardizing testing at animal health and food safety facilities across the state to improve accuracy. Livestock groups supported the measure. This legislation will ensure that California's veterinary labs avoid diagnostic defects that could disrupt our cattle herds, food supply chain, and trade relations, said Kirk Wilbur, Vice President of Government Affairs for the California Cattlemen's Association. White House proposing return to pre-Trump NEPA regs. The Biden administration is taking steps to reverse the Trump administration's revisions to the way the National Environmental Policy Act is enforced. The Council on Environmental Quality said in a notice of proposed rulemaking in today's Federal Register that the 2020 revisions may limit the scope of NEPA's analysis with negative repercussions for environmental protection and environmental quality, including in critical areas such as climate change and environmental justice. CEQ also proposed to restore the terms direct and indirect to the definition of effects, saying the 2020 rule has created confusion about the extent to which agencies can consider indirect effects, such as air pollution. 
For example, greenhouse gas emissions are often a reasonably foreseeable indirect effect of proposed fossil fuel extraction that agencies should evaluate in the NEPA process, even if the pollution is remote in time or geographically remote from a proposed action, CEQ said. Finally, CEQ is proposing to allow agencies to adopt agency-specific NEPA procedures that align with their unique missions or circumstances. A mixed reaction? Environmental groups cheered the proposal, but industry groups criticized the move. Sharon Buccino, senior attorney at the Natural Resources Defense Council, said it will reestablish bedrock protections and ensure federal agencies consider the full environmental and health impacts of their decisions. But Chad Whiteman, vice president for environment and regulatory affairs at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Global Energy Institute, said the proposed rule, quote, will only serve to slow down building the infrastructure of the future. USDA offers small producers insurance option. Small farms that sell in local markets will have a new crop insurance option. USDA has approved a new micro-farm policy that streamlined version of whole farm revenue protection. No expense or individual commodity reporting will be needed for the micro-farm policies. And the insurance also will account for post-production costs such as washing and packing commodities and value-added products. The coverage will be available to producers with average revenues of up to $100,000. Independent research conducted for USDA's Risk Management Agency found that insurance agents have been reluctant to sell conventional WFRP policies and that the paperwork required for farmers, quote, far exceeds what RMA asks of producers and other policies. The research also said that post-production costs for local farmers are far higher than they are for larger operations. As a result, existing insurance coverage much more closely reflects the prices commercial producers receive than their direct marketing counterparts, the research said. Here's today's He Said It. I'll do my happy dance, which I don't think anyone wants to see. That Tom Bashotsky, the director of the Arizona Department of Water Resources, before a Senate subcommittee hearing Wednesday on the drought in the West. He hopes a new modeling approach will deliver a wetter outlook. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, October 7th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.